Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Los Angeles Rams. They're trading for Sony Michelle, New England Patriots running back. It is a conditional, conditional fourth round pick for Sony Michelle, meaning the Rams are assuming they're going to get this conditional fourth rounder. But if they don't, for some reason, it'll be a fifth and a sixth round pick for the services of Sony Michelle. What do you make of this? There's there's Rams strategy to discuss here, but this is all happening because Cam Akers is hurt and the Rams have been banged up in the backfield. A lot of conditions to the trade. A lot of conditions. Um, yeah, like the Rams, they've got such a strategy of trading away draft picks that they actually have to like weave in condition, like the things that they expect to have next year uh, in order to make this deal happen in the first place. They are essentially trading away a pick that they expect to receive um, in compensation for John Johnson leaving in free agency, but they can't do that until you actually get it, which doesn't happen for a while. So they have to say, well, okay, we're trading you this pick, but if for some reason that doesn't manifest itself, then it becomes a fifth and a sixth round pick instead that we actually do own and therefore can trade away. So yeah, it's, it is bizarre that they're with their current sort of strategy for team building and trading draft picks and all those kinds of things, which we'll get into. Um, it's it's weird. We, I almost nailed this. I said, you know, a while ago when Ramondre Stevenson was tearing it up that I don't know if Michelle will even make the roster. Um, I was talking about him as a potential uh, cut guy, you know, cut down day casualty. But the Patriots end up flipping him to the Rams for a, a decent haul, actually, like a fourth round pick for a guy, you know, who evidently you were potentially planning on getting rid of anyway. is not bad business. You um, said that back episode 132 here of the daily you said make when we were making sense of the patriots backfield trying to figure out is sony michelle the odd man out turns out obviously he is yes yes he is um now becomes interesting how does he fit within this rams backfield um, and this rams offense which is very very different from what the patriots have been running like the patriots do not run anything like the amount of wide zone plays that the rams do in theory sony michelle actually I think that's his skill set, like conceptually, but the numbers don't back that up. Like he is one of the worst graded backs in the NFL, um, according to PFF's data, on those wide zone plays. So at least so far, he hasn't been doing a great job of it. Now you can question like how much of that is a product of the fact that the Patriots don't run that very often and therefore the specific chances he's getting on those plays impact that grade. But it's it's an interesting one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you some more more data to back that up. He has Dude. almost twice as many gap runs. So think power downhill with a puller, power counter, or the uh, you know duo where you just kind of um, it is similar to zone as far as it's one read, but it's it's a different blocking scheme. The zone run stuff, especially the wide zone stuff, that's your one cut get downhill. The ironic part here is to your point, it might be Sony Michelle's skill set. It just hasn't showed up again twice as many gap runs as zone um an 80.6 grade on gap runs 66 on zone grades on zone runs and uh one of the worst grades in the league on those zone runs sony michelle's not the same guy that he was at georgia right i mean he looked far more explosive at georgia he's battled injuries here in the nfl i don't know that he's been bad you know his actual rushing grade is dead smack in the middle on a play-by-play -play basis since entering the league but i do think this brings up the point about the rams you know, is that is it a desperation play for a team just because Cam Akers is hurt? You're giving up two draft picks or a fourth rounder, whoever you're looking at. It's not a huge haul, but it is a consistent trend of the Rams trading draft picks for players. 
Yeah, um, look, I, I think they did need to make some kind of move. Uh, they, I don't know if they love Daryl Henderson's availability. I mean, whatever about how well he'll, he will do within this offense. The man seems to be pretty consistently banged up and nicked up. And over the course of a year, if you're relying on him being your bell cow, your workhorse, that's probably going to come back to haunt you. So it's some kind of combination of do you trust him to be healthy? Plus, what do the guys look like behind him? And the guys that are behind him haven't really done anything to suggest that they should be given you know, a much bigger role or that they can be relied upon if, ever, if Henderson goes down. So I do think they needed to make a move. Now the question becomes, well, is this the move to make, right? Do you, do you chase a player that was a former first-round pick and therefore has that high ceiling? Because obviously first-round talent never leaves a player in the NFL, Steve. You're always that guy. Um, so is that the move, even though it's going to cost you... Like a fourth-round pick is not an insignificant amount of trade collateral, particularly for a running back, because that's kind of where the data says you should be drafting those guys anyway. Um, like versus what else you could have acquired if you'd, if you'd gone looking. The NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any week one game. That's promo code PFF to get your free $2,000 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, the Rams' history is fascinating, right? I mean, when Sean McVay showed up there, Todd Gurley goes from underwhelming rookie to star, right? 2017, 2018, he becomes an MVP candidate. Uh, of course, here at PFF, we said pump the brakes. The situation got better. The offensive line, the play calling, the touchdown opportunities inside the five, that was what spurred the Todd Gurley MVP talk. Then he gets hurt. And then C.J. Anderson shows up from his couch overweight and is a more efficient runner than Todd Gurley so you dropped a different runner into the same exact situation and he was better than Gurley the Rams haven't found that level of efficiency since that point Cam Akers definitely showed flashes last year um, to back up for one second the 2019 Rams offensive line was one of the league's worst they took this ridiculous downturn that didn't make a ton of sense last yeah. year they came back to form the point is uh, much like a lot of running backs that not named Derrick Henry, not named Nick Chubb, and a couple others maybe, the Rams' system has been the catalyst here. So the fact that they're going and chasing players, yeah, they have to get some players in there, but giving up a fourth rounder or potentially two other picks, it's still a risky strategy, man, given the history and what has led to success with the Rams' run game. They also generally chase proven commodity when they're trading away their draft picks like their 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 approach to draft picks is fascinating right now and it, they're generally i think being mocked for it but i don't know that it's a bad process i don't know that it's bad strategy but if you look right now at what their 2022 draft picks are supposed to be no first rounder traded for matthew stafford um they do have a second round pick they potentially have there they have two third round picks their own and a compensatory pick for brad holmes being hired by the the lions no fourth fourth round pick that's gone to the texans in the brandon cooks deal um the fifth and the sixth 
Well, it depends because they may or may not be going for this deal. Um, we assume they will have both of those if they get that compensatory pick for John Johnson, and that's the one they've traded away. Uh, and then two seventh round picks, which is just, it's just a bizarre collection and a bizarre, like only one of those picks is not subject to any form of trade. Now, look, I, I think it's, it is a fascinating discussion because it is a fair point that once you get to day three, rounds four through seven, the odds of finding a contributor just drop drastically, right? The odds of finding a player on day three that's either going to become a starter, a long-term starter, even a long-term you know, role player or whatever it is, the odds drop. So in a vacuum, the idea that I'm going to trade him for a commodity. I'm going to trade a fourth rounder for a commodity, sure. Um, but the other, be the benefit of having those draft picks is the ability to flip those picks. Remember, the Ravens traded what a fifth or a sixth rounder for Calais Campbell mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And yeah, you have to take on his salary, but I think the good teams are prepared for those scenarios. I think the problem is though, when you do it for a running back, say, you you lose that flexibility when maybe better players show up or just the ability to package draft picks to move up or down in the draft or whatever it might be. Because drafting in volume is still a very, very, very good strategy for rebuilding your team and having, uh, in adding talent, you, no matter where the picks are. Volume drafting is a proven strategy for making your team better. The other concern for getting Sony Michelle specifically is whatever about whether he's a good fit schematically for the system and as much as the data says he hasn't been yet i do still feel that it, it is his skill set it's the one that should function now maybe sony michelle is just not that good a player which is why the numbers haven't been great the other thing is he's been banged up like you're you're getting an insurance policy for one guy that's being banged up by bringing in another guy that's been banged up that doesn't necessarily feel like again just the smartest way of approaching this whole thing on top of all that it's the last year of sony's contract so he is a free agent at the end of the right, year but i don't think they care about that like but that is a factor though you're giving up a draft pick for one year of a player yeah but when he it's leaves, not like yeah but i don't know if he's gonna get signed now yeah you can you build up sony michelle's value and have him get a nice contract on the open market yeah, and then maybe you do get your you might get your pick back yes that's the thing i don't There's think they're worried about the fact that he like Best case scenario for them, he plays, he does well, you lose him in free agency because you're not keeping him, and then you get some form of pick back, and it ends up more or less as a wash. If that's if that's the case, then I don't then it's not a bad move. I I struggle with the notion that but that's Sony, the best case. That's yes, yeah. I struggle with the notion that Sony Michelle, who was a cut candidate for the Patriots right. this year, is going to hit free agency next year and have it and earn a contract big enough to get a compensatory pick back. That's my issue with this, is that I look at Tony Michel and I didn't love him as a prospect. He hasn't done anything to back that up or to, to contradict that so far. He hasn't just hasn't been good. The numbers say he isn't a good schematic fit within this offense and he's been banged up a lot and you actually need a sure thing at running back. Those are a lot of things that go towards saying maybe you could have gone somewhere else with your draft pick or with just signing a guy. Last thing to wrap it up, I think a lot of teams do look at compensatory picks as freebies. And I think the Rams are saying, we got this free compensatory fourth rounder because we lost John Johnson and Troy Hill. And in exchange for letting those guys go, we got Sony Michelle. I think that's their thought process. We'll see. The Rams are clearly all about winning right now from the Matthew Stafford move all the way down to trading a compensatory fourth for Sony Michelle. It's PFF NFL Daily.